Hey, welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. This will be episode 25. But before we begin today's trifecta of a black cloud, we've got to thank some great people that are making this happen. Dr. David Markwell, PhD in Ridgeline Counseling, uh, 10 therapists that work there at Ridgeline Counseling. Many of you that listen to this podcast probably need. If you're in Marietta, Georgia, markwelltherapy.com, they can assist you with a wide variety of behavior health issues like anxiety, depression, relationship issues, parenting issues, trauma, substance use issues, etc. A lot of issues there. They work with the kids, adolescents, adults. They offer Spanish-speaking counseling service. They offer in-person and virtual sessions. They accept insurance and offer self-pay options. Three locations, East Cobb, Marietta, near the Square, and McKaysville. That's right outside of Blue Ridge in North Georgia, if you are in that area. Uh, Dr. David Markwell has been a personal friend of mine for a very long time and uh, glad that he's on the podcast. So he's on Shallerfoot Road there in Marietta, one of his locations, markwelltherapy.com if you need them. And a new sponsor to Bailey's Black Club podcast is Top Hat Window Tinting. Uh, TJ and his crew, great job. Had him over to do my daughter's car, in which today, the recording of this podcast, she's going to get her license. Also had him uh, tint my back windows in my man room, because at 425, that late game on Sunday, I tell you what, dude, sun hits me right there in my man chair. So I had him come out and do that. So if you are in the Atlanta area, they do auto tinting, of course, add style and privacy while reducing heat as well as 99% of ultraviolet rays. Two front doors starting at 125, full vehicles starting at 275. Mobile service is available. So if you're getting your windows in your house done, they don't come and take the windows in your house to their shop. Residential and commercial prevent fading of furnishings while reducing heat and create privacy. Free home consultations, Top Hat Tint, Top Hat Tint. Dot com, Or you can call them at 678-761-2360 for those that listen here in the uh, Georgia area. All right, let's do episode 25 of Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Yeah, after 25 episodes, we changed it up a little bit. Three off, didn't it? It's going somewhere. That's a good thing, you know? It's good when you have people like Dr. David Markwell and Top Hat Window Tinting enjoying Bailey's Black Cloud podcast. It only took them 25 weeks. That goes for anybody else, by the way. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast, reach out to uh, either me or Nate on social media jasonbailey.com probably where you found this podcast maybe itunes or podbean or iheart and wherever doesn't matter uh so yeah this is episode 25 my name is jason bailey thanks again as always for the downloads the shares the likes and the awesome reviews i can't tell you how much i appreciate that this is like you know it's fun it's therapy you know we've mentioned that before uh you know radio's therapy but this is really therapy because i can do whatever the fuck i want uh, for the most part, on this podcast, which is which is pretty cool, right? And so if we get interrupted at some point, <clears throat> like you hear dogs barking in the background, it's just because uh, the bug guy's coming over. You got ants. You, you know, like when you get ants in your house, don't you feel dirty? I always feel dirty. It's not my fault. You know, it's hot outside. But uh, and they come through the oddest places. Like the, usually they'll come through like an outlet. 
You're like, how the fuck are you not getting electrocuted? You know, you're an ant in an outlet. You should be electrocuted. These some bitches are coming through my windowsill. You know, so I had like a uh, ant trap that uh, I put out. It's got the gel in it, and you're not supposed to touch them. You're just supposed to have an ant trail until a professional can come out. So, you know, for the past like four or five days, we've had this ant trap uh, underneath the windowsill above our kitchen sink. And just watching these some bitches just go back and forth. And the idea is for them to take the bait back to their house, feed all the other some bitches, and they all die off. Whether that works or not, who knows? But I got the uh, my, my services coming over here in a little bit, which means that the Golden Scissors studio might get interrupted by not one, not two, not three, not four, but four dogs barking. So if that happens, I apologize. You just have to live with it. It's kind of like, you know, a podcast live, but it's not really live, you know? So today's podcast, um, this is uh, this is probably going to be a little bit more deep than normal um, because it's a trifecta of a black cloud. And Nate's not joining us this week because uh, of the one of the trifecta that I'll get to here. And it's it's about the universe. You know, I'm a big believer. Uh, I'm a believer in a higher power. I believe in God. I, I also believe that the universe works in mysterious ways and we don't know the control that we have over our body. Like we've got superpowers, right? It's just that we have no way to actually figure them all out. We're just kind of dumb cases of, of a shell that do our best to get through life and survive. Um, so when the universe goes all wacky, it's our job to figure it out. Kind of like when you're riding a bike and the bike chain comes off because you switch gears, right? Or you pedal too fast or something. And then you've got to get that bike chain back into gear. So it doesn't come off the bike. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah. So yesterday, three things happened, you know, like when I'm thinking about like, what am I going to talk about on the black cloud podcast this week? And, you know, I've got a bunch of different things from the past that some of you might've heard on the radio show or just new things, but like on a weekly basis, there's always something that happens to me and I'm sure you as well. Hence why you probably listen to my bullshit. So there is the trifecta of a black cloud this week and it all happened yesterday. So the first is, and they're, they're all shitty situations, you know, and, and I say they happened to me even though they happen to other people, I care enough about these other people uh, that I'm affected, you know? So how do I get back on track? How do I make sure my bike chain doesn't fall off while also trying to lend my support to these three different individuals? One being Nate. So Nate um, went on a trip to California with his wife and uh, for his birthday and they left, you know, like on a Thursday and uh, he was coming back on a Monday and uh, his dad, Mr. Mr. Nate, was at his apartment watching their two dogs. Nate's got two dogs, Pharaoh and Tiger. Now, I've known Nate. He's been one of my closest friends for over a decade. And uh, he had Pharaoh with him before he met his wife, Alexis. And my wife and I always call Pharaoh the great white Milton because he's kind of like our dog Milton, same type of breed, a little chihuahua in him, terrier in him. He's a mutt and he had rescued Pharaoh and then fostered him originally was not necessarily planning on keeping him. I don't think, 
but, you know, developed a relationship with the dog, fell in love with the dog and kept the dog. When he met his wife, she had a pug, that's Tiger. And, you know, put two dogs together, they get along and they're thick as thieves through the end of times. Uh, I'm sure you understand that. I've got four of them. Two of them are like that, Allie and, and, and Mr. Milton. So when he's coming back from San Diego, flying back to Atlanta, he lands and he gets some horrible news from his dad. And, and Nate will be able to tell this story to probably, you know, for, well, he will first person, you know, when next week's podcast, but uh, this is what I got. And so uh, I get it. Well, I got a te- Actually, I got a phone call from my wife. I was in the gym. She's like, have you talked to Mr. Nate? I said, no, why? What's up? And something happened with Pharaoh. Um, so all as I know at this time is that Pharaoh had a seizure. Nate's dad, Mr. Mr. Nate, as I call him, rushed him to the emergency vet. That's all I know at this time. It's like two o'clock ish in the afternoon. So I reach out to Nate and he doesn't get right back to me. Understandably. So little time passes by and he responds, just Pharaoh died. And, uh, and, uh, you know, he's trying to figure out what the hell happened. I'm a wreck. I've never been through anything like this before. You know, I, I don't know what to do. And it's tough. You know, if you've ever lost a pet, you know, as a dog lover and a dog owner since I was a kid, you know, losing a pet, you know, it's one thing having to take them in and say goodbye and you justify it and you, you, you convince yourself, you brainwash yourself that it's the best thing for the dog. And, you know, 99% of the time it is, if not a hundred percent of the time, right? I don't think any of you are killing your dogs for no reason. I hope not at least. So he, you know, this is, he was on a plane. He never got to say goodbye and he's just wrecked. And so, uh, you know, I'm talking to him throughout the day and, and he says, uh, they're going to send him to the university of Georgia for, for some type of testing to figure out, you know, what the hell went wrong. Uh, and I'm sitting here going, oh, my God, you know, what can I do? You know, what do you do to help your friend that's going through this? So later on in the day, he asked my advice, and I just said, I was honest with him. I said, it's going to be a tough road, man. You know, and I'll get into it when we get together uh, and see each other, you know, run them through the story. You know, going through the death of a dog, which gives you unconditional love throughout their life or your life, uh, you still have to go through DABDA, which is Kubler-Ross's five stages of death. You know, that's uh, depression or no denial, anger, bargaining, uh, depression, and then um, uh, acceptance. I think I got that right. I might have mixed up two of them. So he's going through that currently as we speak, hence why he's not here today. So that was the first thing yesterday. I know I'm making this all about me with other people's major issues, but the point is, is the universe fucks with us in weird ways. And when we encounter these types of things, we've got to find a way to overcome them. You know, when that roller coaster of life dips way down deep, you've got to find a way to quickly get it back to the peak so you can overlook the amusement park, if you like that analogy. So the second thing is, you know, for the last week, well, the last week or so, my wife has not been in the best way health-wise. She's just, her hormones are all up and down. Now, she's young, she's in her 30s, but... She had some uh, lady cancer at one point, so she had to go and get a hysterectomy a couple years back. What a fucked up surgery that is. Women, I feel for anyone who's had to go through a hysterectomy. Literally, guys, if you don't know what that is, they put robot arms in your chick's body and rip their shit out. 
I mean, it's, it's horrible. I mean, it really, really is bad. And so she had to go through that. And on top of that, when she went to the surgery, it was not a good experience, not only based off of the surgery, the nurses in the room that were there for my wife's hysterectomy, if there were a picture of stupid, moronic, idiot, dumb bitch is, they would be them. I mean, they were really, they were the, some of the dumbest people I've ever met. Uh, I actually had to fix the medical equipment when my wife was getting her history. That's a true story. Like when she got out of surgery, they brought her into the room and there's a drip that gives them, you know, or gave her, gives any woman that goes to it, you know, alleviates the pain. It's, 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 you know, it's just the drip. It's got the bag and drips into your shit drips down to the tube and it goes in your arm. Well, they couldn't get the drip from the bag into her arm. There was, there was a break in the tube, which, you know, you don't have to be a doctor to figure out if liquid is not going from point A to point B check out the middle of the tube, you dumb moronic dodo head, right? So they're in the middle when they connect it, there's like, I forget what they're called, these little connector things. And uh, damn thing wasn't working. So I'm like, dude, you know, and they're sitting there arguing with each other. Like, My wife's in pain. Fix this shit. Finally, some younger, more attractive nurse came in and, and fixed it. So she's been going through this for quite some time. So she went and got some blood work done. And uh, when they do that, when you're a young age, they don't take out the ovaries, even though she was like, just take it all out. And they're like, no, that's not procedure. Well, now we're finding out that they might, they should have probably taken those things out. And so, um, you know, she said blood, she's not, she's not feeling well. So, you know, my heart breaks for her. I mean, there's nothing I can do. What's a guy to do when your wife's innards aren't working and they're not, she's not feeling good. You know, flowers, that doesn't do it. There's nothing that can fix that. So you have to sit there on the sideline waiting to get your call to go in and play. And uh, it just sucks. So that's the second of the trifecta, right? And then the third was late last night. Again, this is all happening in one day. So I'm sitting here worried about Mr. Nade, continuing to worry about my wife, just waiting to hear back because she's still got to go do all these tests. And, uh, and then I'm trying to do work for the show. I'm playing the show. So, you know, early evening, she comes downstairs to, uh, to my office in the golden scissor studio. And she goes, you ready for the third thing? And I was like, Oh my God. You know, cause we've got a dog that's got stage four lymphoma that is doing well actually. But you know, in a day like this, I'm just waiting for the bike chain to come off. And she says, uh, she goes, you ready for this? I said, I don't know if I can take something else today. And her father, uh, my father-in-law, who's very athletic uh, for his age, he's in his, I would say, 60s, but the dude looks like he's in his 30s. I mean, the guy is just ripped to shreds, extremely healthy, eats great, hardest working dude, one of the hardest working dudes I've ever met. So, you know, he gets up way early in the morning, he delivers for Pepsi down in Florida, and then when he comes home, I don't even think the dude sleeps, doesn't take a nap like I do because my fat ass needs a nap. But, you know, he'll, he'll get home, you know, in the evening. You know, he's working 8, 9, 10, 11, 12-hour shifts. He comes home and goes and rides his bike, like professionally. Like the dude has got the, you know, the nut-hugging spandex. He's got the sponsored shirt, even though they don't pay him anything. And he's got the little shoes that strap in. So if you fall off, you fall off sideways on your bike you know, like a cow being tipped over. He's got that whole shebang. That's how much into biking he is. Well, he passes out on his bike ride. He has a heat stroke. He's in Florida. 
It's hot as balls down there. And so, uh, you know, he, he, I guess, makes it home or somebody found him. I don't even know the whole story. You know, so we're worried about him. If you ever had a heat stroke, that sucks. Not only can you not, you can get, you know, you get the heat stroke, you get your body temperature back, but there are some situations where it'll come back and bite you in the ass, like hours later. I've experienced that before. So you got the trifecta in one day, and I'm sitting there going, shit, three things, one day, that is the trifecta of the black cloud. That is the epitome of this freaking podcast. You know, again, I understand those three things were, you know, they're not about me. Uh, I don't, I don't want to get it twisted where I'm sitting here going, oh, woe is me because I've got to deal with three other people's problems. I'm sitting here saying these three shitty things happened in one day. How can I help these people with these three individual problems? So, you know, when you get back, you know, you get the bike chain back, hopefully they can get the bike chain back. Because again, I believe the universe works in mysterious ways where we're put to test every single day. You know, uh, you can judge a man's, this is probably some of the best advice I've ever gotten, especially from a stranger. I was living in Riverview, Florida, which is just outside of Tampa. I was working at 98 Rock at the time. This was in the mid-2000s. And for some ungodly reason, we decided to, to move to where we moved to, out in the middle of bum-fucked Egypt. And so, you know, I'm not familiar with the lay of the land. I got to get some work done on my car, like an oil change, tires rotated, blah, blah, blah. At the time, I was driving uh, a car I really liked. It was a 2006. This wasn't, it was like a year-old Lexus. It was that cherry red, badass car, right? Uh, technology kind of sucked, but the car was just, when you drove it, it was like you were driving on a cloud. So I find this uh, this place that to, to do the oil change and the tires rotate it and stuff like this. And I used to be a really bad hothead. You know, I know, I know a lot of you that listen to the radio show are like, oh, are you kidding me, dude? You're, no, no, no. I used to be really bad. Like, one little thing set me off. I wanted to fight you. Uh, it was just how I got it out. And so that's how I was at that time. And so I'm leaving this place. Listen to this shit. I'm leaving this place after getting my oil changed and my tires rotated. That's all I got done. Basic, simple mechanic shit if you know what you're doing. I can't do it, but they should be able to do it. As I'm driving out of this place, I go to make a U-turn in the road. And when I turn my wheel all the way to the left, the car falls on its side. Not like tips over on its side, but the front tire came off. So it dips down like in a movie and I'm going, what the fuck just happened? So I, I'm, I'm now at block traffic. I'm in the middle of the road and I get out and I go, holy shit, my tire is off my car. How does this happen? Well, obviously they didn't put the, the damn uh, nuts on the tire, right? They just put the tire on or they put one on and didn't tighten it or something. So they see it and they come running out and I'm pissed and I'm like sitting here trying to figure out how I'm going to handle this because I need them to fix it. So I don't want them to be, you know, I don't want to go off on them because I need them to fix this shit. So I'm mad. I'm visibly mad. I tell the guy, I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? What, what the fuck is it? You know, that's kind of thing. The owner comes out and he's very calm and he handled me so well, very passive. And he says to me, uh, and I calmed down. So he didn't really see me upset. And I actually handled it. I was pretty cool about it because again, I needed it fixed. And unknowingly, I was handling it the proper way. And he comes out to me and he says, 
I appreciate how you handled this. My father used to always tell me, you can judge a man's character by how he handles adversity. You can judge a man's character by how he handles adversity. That was a very good life lesson. The same can be said either if you're in a situation like mine right now where you're handling adversity from people that you love or you're any of the three people I just mentioned, my wife, Mr. Nate, or my father-in-law, how you handle that, right? So in Nate's case, I'm going to have to walk him through this and I'm going to have to be a great listener. I'm going to have to sit there and say, Instead of me, I, this is what I went through, me, me, I, I, which people all the time do. If you go to his social media, it drives me insane. The first, some of these people are like, instead of saying, hey man, you know, even just thoughts and prayers are with you. Uh, Sorry to hear this. Anything I can do, just let me know whether you mean it or not. It's fine. A lot of these people just rattle off their own story. Now I get it. Your stories might be able to help him out, but not out of the gates. Out of the gates, you just want him to know that you're there thinking about him, right? I know it sounds kind of soft and kind of pansy, but we all need that, right? Me, maybe not, but most people do. I'm just like that. Uh, And then with my wife, it's, again, being a good listener. You know, I mean, she's just waiting to hear back results, going to these different doctor's appointments, you know, just being a shoulder there and doing whatever I have to do, help out a little bit more in the house or whatever the case may be. Um, because I mean, she's the rock of this relationship. She does everything. My father-in-law, I don't know if there's anything I can really do. I mean, I could shoot him a text and say, you know, stay cool. Ha ha ha. Or something like that. I don't know. But you know, you, you, you have to play the game. The universe wants to play and the universe is a lot better at it than you are. And you never really can train for what it's about to throw at you. So the trifecta of the black cloud podcast, uh, this week are those stories I will handle it by stepping back, uh, assessing, that's the word I'm looking for, assessing the situation, and then figuring out the best way to help these people because they're having major black clouds, right? It's not a Taco Mac terrorist story or it's not about some bad customer service. This is real life shit. Uh, so you just got to kind of sit back and, and relax and try to help people out. So that's the trifecta of the black cloud that has a tendency to uh, get me every once in a while. But maybe this was a good life lesson for those of you that are going through some type of uh, type of adversity and how to handle it. You know, not saying that I'm a hundred percent right. And it's going to work for you. It just works for me. And uh, it's been proven that it actually does do good. So uh, shoot Nate some love on social media. He'll be back to join us next week for Bailey's black cloud podcast. And as always, thank you so much for listening, man. I tell you, uh, I enjoy doing this. This one I know is a little bit more deep, might not have been as angry and hardcore as uh, you're used to. Uh, but, uh, it was some real life shit that happened this week. And, and this is the only place I get to really tell it in long form. So, um, hope you did appreciate it and keep doing the reviews, the positive reviews. I love the subscriptions, make people know about it so we can get our downloads up and rock and roll. Have yourself a great rest of your week. And thank you for listening to Bailey's black cloud podcast. Bye. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's black cloud podcast. 